Hey now, it's Central Division. I'm David hey. Coggins with my good friend Michael Williams. Michael, how are you? Hey, good. Uh, if this feels like a good place, the Central Division feels like a good place to be in. <laughs> it's. I'm. Do you have March Madness? I have March Madness. Uh, yeah, I'm watching I'm, bad basketball. These guys can't make a free throw. They're <laughs> traveling like crazy. Constant <laughs> offensive charging. Really bad. Like I love it. I can't get enough. It's a different beast than the NBA, which is pretty pretty fun. I've watched a couple of games. You know, I've I've had the like exuberating you know wins and the heartbreaking losses. You know, mm. all together. So it's been kind of funny. Um, but I don't have a pool going or anything, which is no. I stopped the pool years ago because I thought it it messed with first of all like it would always come down to some terrible 10-7 game between like Missouri and Oklahoma always those types of schools that I need nothing I'm making these decisions based on nothing since I know nothing about it but now once I stop doing the pool just root who I want liberating and hate that I could root for the upset as opposed to like Illinois or whoever I really do watch if I don't see someone, if I don't see like a cheerleader crying or a band member with tears <laughs> streaming down her fa face over like the villain over V that's on her cheek, I, I'm not really experiencing March Madness. It, I mean, I, I what would it be like to go to one of those schools, <laughs> like to go to Duke and go to those Duke home games when like times are normal? That has to be just like the most fun. I mean, I remember those. I remember big basketball games in high school being just so much fun. You know, and you're standing the whole time jumping up and down. Totally. And, yeah, it's cool. Well, I will say this for a sport. If you're close to the court, which is what basketball is, it has a completely different feeling than every other sport. Mm. Like being in any intense basketball game where it's going back and forth and you're so close to the action, it's just... I haven't I haven't had the experience of sitting courtside, David. So I, no, I'm talking about Division Three Bates College, baby. <laughs> Those are big games: Bates, Williams, Bates, Bowden. Oh my God! Um, the gym floor is all slippery from the snow coming in, getting tracked in, right? <laughs> from our bean boots that we trekked across yeah. because there's like uh, it's just I'm doing a different experiment with where the microphone is. I know we've. Had, I, I think it sounds sound better. better. I think it sounds okay. better. I wanted think, to get the, I'm, I'm swallowing the mic, baby. I, did you have I, like a custom like mic pedestal built on Etsy? I, that seems I like think something was, you would do. I was reading, it was either that or just reading comments where somebody said <laughs> I sounded like it was, I was recording on a 1940s um, microphone to be more myself. And naturally I've got to do some corrections now, which is, this is out of hand. Like my sister is correcting is like fact checking the podcast in real time. So she just calls me and you know my feelings about being called without warning. <laughs> so I'm like completely destabilized. I answer the phone like, is every is everyone, has anyone broken their hip in the family? Is, is, the, <laughs> is the dog, is Milo okay? It's like, yes, but you said that our the house where we grew up was 55402. I'm like, wait, what are you talking about? She's like, in the podcast, you said the 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 zip where we grew up is 55402, which I'm sure I didn't, but it's 55403. So that's one thing I needed to correct, which I'm, I don't know if I'm happy that she's listening or more annoyed that she's both now like looking for like minor errors to. And, and <laughs> How do you mess up like, the zip code you grew up in? How do you do that? I think it, I think I combined it with something else and it, it, it uh, I hadn't articulated, said it out loud in a while. So 55403 Kenwood, Minneapolis. <laughs> um, and also someone, it was, I said last week that when we were talking about jelly beans and you liked a 
the old fashioned ones. Don't mess with it. And I said, Jimmy Carter loved jelly beans and someone. It was Gerald Ford, probably. It was what worse. Was it? It's Ronald Reagan. So uh -huh. like, I never thought we would talk about Ronald Reagan here. And don't send me the photo of him wearing sweatpants on Air Force One. That's <laughs> trash. That There's is that. absolute. That's one of my least, uh, two things I don't like, supply side economics and sweatpants in one photo. It's just not not good for me. Let me let me let me tell you a story that relates to Ronald Reagan, uh, and this will be a good segue into what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, but uh, I wrote an article for GQ Style once mm. about golf courses that I really like, and uh, this was like one of the one of the sort of reoccurring things I wrote for them uh, until I got you know I didn't get fired. It was like more <laughs> more embarrassing than that. They just quietly phase you out, like the issue comes out, and you're like, wait, I'm not not, not in this one. The phase out, yeah. Maybe I'll be back for the next one. <laughs> um, so anyway, so one of the golf courses I wrote about was this public in LA, outside of LA, and uh, it's actually in Ventura County, and uh, it's called Rustic Canyon. And uh, so I wrote the article, and then we have a mutual friend uh, that's a golf writer and, mm. and golf course designer, this guy, Jeff mm. Shackelford. And so Jeff, along with, the designer, the other architect of the golf course, he basically Jeff and this man, Gil Hans designed the golf course together. And so I, Jeff, I saw Jeff and he said, oh, I saw your article. And I said, what'd you think? You know, that was like, I don't know. It's like writing about tailoring and then you see some like Savile Row right. cutter right. or something. And, and they say, well, it's, it was, you know, you did pretty <laughs> good. It was okay. Like I was, I, it was definitely a little tense the for GQ me. style. It was good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, uh, he, and he was like, yeah, it was nice of you to put Rustic in. And, and you know, I, I basically like didn't mention that he was the sort of co-architect of the golf course. And so, and then I see him and, uh, and then he's like, yeah, it was nice that you put it in. And I felt really bad that like it wasn't in, you know, so it was embarrassing anyway. So that's just, just so you understand like the context of Rustic yes, Canyon. Totally. So I'll get to the Ronald Reagan bit. So it's in Simi Valley basically. And that's where the Ronald Reagan presidential library is. It's in Simi. And uh, one time I I played Rustic Canyon and, you know, I putted terribly. And so I texted Jeff. I said, you know, I love Rustic. It's so much fun. And uh, I just hate the greens, you know. And he wrote back. He said, you're just mad that everything breaks towards the Reagan library. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, it's just too funny. He, um, that's an incredible, now that line is, what are we saying? The third phase of the rocket. That is just like an incredible, like if I got that text, like after this, I, I would, I would enjoy that. That's good. Jeff's just um, like so funny and sharp, but yeah. We're going to talk um, about you and your endeavors. I just need to still update my, Oh yeah. My keep going. My tech support. Yeah, Cause I've this is, I'm not, I'm not, I need to work through a few more issues and you're the only <laughs> person who can help me. So I've been sending, uh, when I send out a, a newsletter to my my free list, as it's called on Substack, which goes to everybody, I always get a response from my mother who writes back and gives me some detailed comment and usually a compliment like this was very funny or this was sweet. And finally, I was thinking about this more like that's nice of you to respond, mom. And she was under the impression that I was forwarding her these things directly, me just straight to her. And I just of course lost my mind and had to get my sister involved. And we were laughing hysterically that like my mom thought that like I was, like I've written 
many stories, which isn't the point of this, but that are just like out in the world and no one cares about, like no one has ever commented on. It. And my mom, for whatever reason, thought I was just forwarding her. She's like, ooh, gelato season. That sounds so nice. And I was like, wait, you think that I'm sending you my newsletter? That's, and I was like, mom, I, and then I said, I can't even explain newsletters to you. Get dad involved. He subscribes. I don't know. So there was there was some Coggins Media, um, as you know, because you're on the Coggins Media tech team, both advising my dad and me for some of our issues might have to get my mom involved as well. <laughs> it just speaks to how intimate the, the <laughs> newsletter can be. I mean, yeah, exactly. being serious, you know, but, but then I just, if anyone else out there thinks I'm sending it to them directly, I am. It's just straight <laughs> to you. I think you might like it. I hope you it, connect to it. It actually is going straight to them. It's not going to someone else and then to them. So you can, <laughs> right. that's, that's actually true to say. Sometimes my dad will say to me, hey, Michael, how's your blog doing? <laughs> and and, uh, and I, yeah, dad, it's, I do other things. I'm not just a blogger. I like that. I feel like he he somehow connects. Like I, Sometimes people can connect to the um, concerns we have about the phrases. So if we don't like the word blog or the word newsletter, but somebody will just dial right into that, even if they have no kind of media yeah. um, obsess, obsessiveness. And they're just like, so how's the blog blog spot going is that still there do you need so but speaking of blogs man you're back on the internet acl golf it launched it's alive yeah i'm uh, i'm excited to not to have to say you know it's gonna launch soon <laughs> right. for, for the, which i've been saying for the last year basically but now now it's alive uh i'm sure a lot of people who are listening to this are already aware of it but but give us I mean, you 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 must have some elevator pitch. Uh, you bust <laughs> I should, it out, man. I it might work. be the last time you get to use it. Yeah, uh, I should be working on my elevator pitch more. Or I actually, I've I've given this. I've described the site a million times, and every time I sort of think, one of these times I'm going to get good at this. <laughs> this is going to be this is going to be good. Um, it's you, you know, it's I guess it's a way for me to find the things in golf that. I find interesting or that I like mm. or want to celebrate. Um, that's sort of the simple way to describe it. Um, it's one of those things a little bit where you're looking for something. It's not there. Maybe you should just do it. Mm. Um, and, and I don't, not that I think that I'm, you know, the biggest golf expert. And I think that's sort of evidenced in a lot of things, a lot of conversations I have around golf, you know, I, I don't know every single possible thing there is to know. It's like, you know, if you're talking to Tom Rosenbach, right. And mm. you're having a conversation about fishing, right. Mm. You're, you're going to be, you know, he's Rosenbauer. Just, yeah. Sorry. Rosenbauer. Yeah. Um, I know I was going to mess that up, but, um, yeah, I mean, you're just, you know, so the idea is like to find things that are, you know, I'm bringing my sort of pre-existing aesthetic taste or style or ideas of what things should be. And a lot of times with golf, it doesn't sort of sync up. Like it's hard to find the things sure. that, you know, if I'm used to clothing being made or designed or look a certain way, and then you, you know, start wearing, it's like if you wear very nice clothes and then you start wearing golf clothes you you know it's easy to be disappointed right yeah. and uh and so i'm like three layers beyond that where i started to think like why do i not actually need special clothes to play mm. golf and why is everything so literal in golf right it's like i don't know i, it, I think what i've done could be applied to a lot of different 
things. Like it could be a tennis thing. It could be like anything you're right. interested in. That's a right. hobby. Um, and it, you know, I think maybe, maybe that doesn't align with like playing the guitar, you know, but, uh, you know, I think because there's so many other touch points with golf where it's like travel and yes, it can be, you know, clothing and there's all these things that sort of are around it floating around it and a lot of times like everyone's just sort of focused on the literal playing of golf which i think is challenged and i don't always agree with and i think in a lot of ways like has a lot of bad optics um and it has a troubled history you know i think that's pretty obvious for for a lot of people and and i think that there's a there's more than just that way to look at golf uh, and it's not like I want to take that on and be like this big ambassador for golf. Um, it's more just, I want to highlight the things I think are interesting and I'm sure other people will find it interesting as well. And, um, you know, not take it too, too seriously. No, I, I think people should go to the site. We're going to link to it. If they haven't been there already, you should absolutely read Michael's letter from the editor, which is really good. Whether you give an F about golf or not. I mean, to me, who's, People know I love the masters that sort of hit for me, but I like the things around it, which is what you're saying. Like, I like travel. I like Scotland. I like drinking. I like tailoring. I like a lot of the thing. I like yeah. people who play golf. I wish I was good at it. I had a window where I had a moment to get good. And then I was like, you know what, this is going to take too much time. I'm just going to fish. But I think what this, what the site clearly makes a case for is that if you're obsessed with golf, there's a better way to do it and dress, which obviously you're perfectly you're the man to do. And then I think for people who are more casually approaching it, if you care about any of the things we've talked about, design, travel, obsession, I feel like that that's an entry point and take a look. So I'm, I'm happy for you. And I, I think it's yeah, really thanks. good. And I, and I think it's not like it, like you made a decision by calling it ACL golf. And I think that's going to do a lot of good things. And I think anyone who has a hang up there should just check it out and get down to yeah. it. I mean, if they're listening to us talk, they're already, <laughs> we're, we're, these people are converted, but. I think, yeah, I mean, you wrote a nice story there about buying a blazer and, you know, oh, yeah. I think that there's some watch things on there. Um, none of it's like super egregious or, or yeah. you know, over the top. And I think, you know, I spent, I spent a couple of years, honestly, thinking about, what doing this right and it's not that i'm very very slow to act on things it's just i like to really really think things through and so i'm i'm thinking about like what golf needed um and sort of how i could contribute in a way that is different from what's out there um and you know i think it took me a long time to get to this point and calling it acl golf totally. is, is just trying to draw a line between some of the values that i have with the other things that i've done or written about mm. or celebrated and, um, you know, I think it's if even if you're like very, you know, on the fence about golf, I feel like it's it's digestible in a lot of ways. And, um, you know, I think there's actually golf is sort of poised to have, uh, you know, poised to change in a positive way. And, and I hope to play a small part in that. Yeah, I'm excited. I feel like in Thanks. five years, ACL opera like <laughs> right now, not really into it, but it might happen. Well, talk about it. I forgot. When I was reading your your letter, which I really thought was great, um, and involved no editorial input from me, I'm both um, slightly upset and then more upset that it's amazing that I had nothing to even like gl glance my eyes over it. I really thought it's one of the best things you've ever written. Oh, thanks. Um, 
if I can, if I can give a compliment here, Thank uh, you. but, but I didn't know that you, grew, you grew up on a golf course and then you, where you just had kind of a peripheral, you know, like obsessing, like collecting balls and this and that. I, basically for our listeners, I think like what's interesting to me is like, how do people become obsessed with something? How do people connect with it? And as they get older in their life, how do they make it part of their life? Like, honestly, not going into fishing, but like, that's my feeling about fishing. Like the connection I have with people isn't the fishing, it's how it's the obsession. Mm -hmm. So you, you, you were exposed to golf when you were young, kind of obviously lived in New York for a long time, didn't do too much, but then you kind of got back in it in California. Is that where the story sort of picks up where you hit the speed limit? <laughs> I mean, do you Ooh. want me to pick it up like in California? Yeah. Well, yeah. well maybe the start just because I was, I was sort of charmed that, um, that you, st that you lived on a, or yeah, lived we on lived, a golf we course lived is the wrong. Yeah. yeah. We lived like a few doors down from a golf course, from a country club that was, I mean, I'd say it was like not a super nice country club, but it was, you know, I think at one point it was nice and then it degraded over time and eventually it got sold to, uh, to the like regional park system. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's still a golf course today. Um, and I've played it, you know, when it got public, whatever, but yeah, I like lived a couple doors down and I would like just, you know, my friends and I like from the neighborhood would just like, you know, go run around in the woods and do crazy stuff all the time. And, you know, we would know where in, in those woods behind our house connected to the back of the golf course, basically. So you've been listening to a free preview of Central Division, a podcast and newsletter between David Coggins and Michael Williams. To access all of our podcasts and all of our newsletters, visit centraldivision.substack.com. Thank you.